Sometimes as teachers, it can feel like we are taking five massive steps forward and our students are getting so much growth and the data looks amazing and the progress in terms of their social and emotional learning is soaring. And we look at ourselves in the mirror and think, damn, I'm totally crushing it in the classroom. I am doing incredible things for kids. And then the very next day, those five steps forward look like 15 steps back. Because our classroom is a tornado of emotions and disruptive students and lack of progress academically. And we think, what in the heck happened? I want you to know if you feel like you are constantly moving forward and then falling backwards in a big way. If you feel like at this point in the school year, you kind of have lost your momentum and there's nothing really in sight because winter break has happened, yet spring break is so far away. And you're thinking, I don't know how I am going to get to the points where I feel calm and comfortable in my classroom. If you are feeling any of those emotions, you are not alone. In fact, you're in the right place. Because in today's quick and easy motivation episode, we are going to unpack some of those feelings. By the end, you're going to have that positive affirmation that what you're doing is good for kids. And it's going to give you some direction on how you can move forward from here. Hear me closely. Hear me clearly, teacher friends. You're not alone. You're doing a great job. And I want to jump into that concept right here. So let's get rolling. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Last week was a phenomenal week of learning in my classroom. There was genuinely so much laughter. When I looked at my grade book at the end of the week, there weren't many missing assignments. I had multiple class period families earn Fun Times Friday for families who've earned it. And there was just so much proof that things were going really well. And when I left last weekend, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I just feel so energized. I just feel so good. Like, I can just totally see myself doing this, being a teacher for so long. And that helped me to have an incredible weekend. But these past few days in the classroom have just felt like the exact opposite of that. 
I feel like my students are in a bad mood. Therefore, I'm in a bad mood. I feel like they are struggling immensely in terms of behaviors, but also the content in the curriculum that we are studying. I feel like one kid will say something and it will cause the entire class to derail and jump on board the negativity train. I feel like the expectations from the school and the principal are starting to change a little bit because it's February. And in February, just there's this weird vibe in a school. It's the shortest month of the entire calendar year, but it feels like the longest. So I guess the question is, where do we go from here? Can you relate to this? Are you feeling or experiencing some of these same emotions and vibes? I'm going to guess you can relate on some level. And I actually want that to bring you a little bit of peace. Because I know sometimes when I'm struggling individually, it feels like I'm alone. It feels like I'm a bad teacher. It feels like I am not doing my job. And when we struggle, there's a really important reminder that I want to share with you. It doesn't make you a bad teacher. It doesn't make you bad at your job. It doesn't mean you're in the wrong school district or the wrong subject area or the wrong grade level. It means that you are a human who is experiencing highs and lows. The highs and lows of life are a real thing. The highs and lows of any career are a real thing. But the big question is, what are we going to do? At this point, do you know what I'm tempted to do? Like, I'm tempted to take a <clears throat> sick day tomorrow. Do you know what I mean by a <clears throat> sick day tomorrow? Is that I'm not really sick. I'm just sick of what's happening right now. And it feels easier to avoid it than it does to confront it. And I think we have lost a ton of good teachers because they have reached that point where they're not just taking sick time. They're saying, no, I'm literally sick of this. Now, let me be very transparent with you. Have I taken <coughs> sick days in the past? Yes, because I, I do think that they're a really healthy thing that we need to do every once in a while. But if on that <coughs> sick day we're not clearly reflecting on our individual needs and how we're going to get out of the rut, then I don't know if we have effectively used that sick time. I had a great week last week. Five for five days of 10 out of 10, feeling awesome, feeling good. But in two days, I have lost the momentum in my classroom. So what am I going to do to snap myself out of this? two really simple things that I want to share with you. The first thing that I'm going to do to snap myself out of this rut that I'm currently experiencing is to not give the rut more time or more energy than what it deserves. I'm not going to beat myself up over how hard these past two days in my classroom have been during the entire commute home. And then during the whole rest of my night as just a human being who can separate themselves as a teacher, I don't want to talk about how hard it's been with family or friends or other coworkers. I don't want to talk about how hard this has been with, you know, significant others or the Facebook or something like that. 
I don't want to give more time and attention than what it deserves because sometimes bad days are just bad days. But we make the bad days worse by obsessing over them, by over-talking about them, by giving them way more street cred than what they actually deserve. As humans, we're allowed to have a bad day and have it be just that. How is your day? Bad. And then our spouse or significant other, our kids say, oh my God, you want to talk about it? Sometimes it's like, no, it's all good. I don't need to talk about it. It is what it is. From somebody who loves to communicate and who believes in the power of effective communication, one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves is to differentiate and to know when something needs talked about and when something is just... It is what it is. It was a bad day. It's all good. Let's have a great night. Let's play a little Yahtzee. Let's have a little pizza. You know what I mean? When we can separate a bad day from snowballing into a bad night and a bad next day and a bad next day, that can be one of the most powerful personal tools that we can create in moving forward in this career. The other super simple thing that I'm not going to do is hold this over the heads of my students. Do you know how easy it would be to go into my classroom tomorrow and say, guys, Monday was really bad and we struggled and then Tuesday was really bad and we struggled as well and I'm just, we're just really struggling. And, and I hope today is better. Do you know how easy it would be to do that? Like I'm tempted to do that. And again, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to help students gain awareness. But I also think like, when does the fresh start occur? When does that hard and that negativity and that pessimism flip? Does it flip when students actually get better? Does it flip when students actually turn in assignments? Does it flip when like things just miraculously turn freaking awesome? I think that's one option, but I think the more logical, more reasonable option is for me and for you if you're finding yourself in a rut to go into your classroom and genuinely give yourself, your students, your school, your principal, your parents a fresh start. It doesn't mean that you have to forget about what has happened up to this point, but it also means that we don't have to drag everyone through the mud as we recover. It's like hiking up a hill. If the entire time you're hiking up a hill, you're talking about how hard the hill is and how bad your calves hurt and how far away it is, what a miserable trip up the hill. Hills can be miserable, but we don't have to make them harder than what they are. And I think sometimes when we hit a rough patch, when we hit a rut, we make it worse by continually making it this thing where it's like we're putting like a banner over our head. So tomorrow, do you know what I can do? I can walk in and I can say, happy Wednesday, fresh start, new start today. I know it's gonna be a great day. Can you guys help me to make that happen? You could even reference the past couple of days have been hard. It is what it is. I am ready to have an incredible day with you. I'm looking forward to having you guys get those assignments turned in. I'm looking forward to having much better attitudes from students. I'm looking forward to teaching you this hard content that I'm confident that you're going to get. 
it doesn't mean that you have to lie to people. It doesn't mean that you have to sugarcoat things. But what it does mean is that students hear and feel the fact that they're not getting stoned from yesterday. I never want to be the type of teacher or the type of human that spirals so intensely that the kids are like, well, yeah, Ms. Jensen's just, she's, she's having a bad week. If a student says, like, I think Ms. Jensen's having a bad day, okay. But Ms. Jenta's so grouchy all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, Ms. Jenta has changed so much. Oh my gosh, like, what's up her, yeah, you know, they got all these things. I think kids and adults, humans understand that sometime we're having an off day. We, we get to have that. We get to. But I think when it becomes more than that, I think we're doing ourselves a disservice. Now, I will say this. I'm literally recording this while in a rut. I could listen to this episode back two weeks from now and think, Monica, you sound negative. Monica, you, man, you were sounding a little aggressive and mean. But isn't it interesting because I think some of you who are in this space right now, who are also in a rut, who are having just that irregular feeling of teaching, you can relate to this moment. And if you are currently in a really good space, let this serve as a reminder for when you do hit that wall. Because you're going to. Because we all do. Because it's just part of this profession. That you can take the tools, the two simple things that I have said, and you can use those to your advantage. I want to repeat those. Number one, don't give your rut, your hard times, more time than it deserves on a personal level. Don't fester over something that you said or that sin that you clicked when you, when you fired off that email. If it's already happened, don't continue to let that spiral and snowball into your life when you arrive home. Don't give something more time and attention than it deserves. And the second thing is do not let that spill over into another school day. Students don't, don't need reminders of how hard something was. What they do need is a reminder of where they can go from here. And hopefully this episode was a reminder of where you can go from here. I want you to know that I'm genuinely cheering you on. And I also want you to know that I feel that love from you guys. I think that this year has been insanely rewarding because things have felt semi-normal and people are starting to get back into a routine. But I also think that this is the first year where we have seen the new behaviors with a spotlight on them the new expectations of schools and school districts with a spotlight on them. And we're starting to feel those effects. Whether they're good or bad or indifferent, it does make things difficult when there is genuine change. And there has been genuine change in the past few years. And you have genuinely changed as well. Change is part of this career. Change is part of life. 
And I feel incredibly blessed to be on this path of change and evolution together. So I hope that you have loved this episode. I hope that it has just maybe warmed your teacher heart a little bit because you're like, oh, damn, I needed to hear that. I want to thank you for listening. Do not forget to click subscribe because as we continue this month, I am going to be dishing out tons of ideas. This was a motivational message episode. This was a reminder and I try to do these about once a month. But coming the rest of this month are going to be bomb ideas, bomb strategies, lessons, tools that you can use in your classroom to create the type of life that we want as we continue to live this teacher life.